A one-point game. Walton can tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you got to get a shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Bang! Yo, Cruz, do me a favor. Turn me up a little bit. <laughs> Ooh! Ah! Let's go! The other guard is number 24, 6'6", 20th year, out of Laura Marion High School, Kobe Bryant. All right, Will, you're there? Yep. All right, bro. So, um, yeah, we got Will calling in for this one. And... Um, mm-hmm. This is tough, man. Um, yep. Well, for, first, uh, we we got to salute to all nine that were involved in the um, in the tragedy. At this point, Will, it's been some days since it happened. Where's your headspace at? Man, it still feels like the day the day I found out. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, everybody's probably gonna have to say it at this point, but like. That was the one dude that I wished I met before I died. You know, mm-hmm. like, I know we were run, we were running off names a while back on the podcast. Like, oh, it'd be so cool to meet such and such. And it's like, in all reality, bro, like Kobe was my idol. Yeah. Um, he's the reason I watch ball. He's the reason my mentality and everything was to be great. Mm-hmm. It's just he's my favorite ball player of all time. Like you know, he's more, he's he's the greatest of all time as far as I'm concerned. And I would argue that with anybody at mm-hmm. any point in time. I don't care how ridiculous I sounded. No nah, man, and um, <sighs> and it's yeah. never a ridiculous uh, argument to make, you know. Yeah, yeah, but but you know, I mean, I was I was always in the. It was always an argument. <laughs> like, of course, you know. Kobe just was sandwiched in the middle of Jordan and LeBron, and people conveniently forgot his greatness. I mean, <clears throat> earlier this year, sorry, damn, I'm still in 2019, mm-hmm. but early 2019, we were talking about how they disrespected him by putting him like 16, Steph Curry was number four. Like, what? Right, right. Like, what? But yeah, nah, it's still, bro, I was on a cruise ship, and it was just, I saw the TMG tweet. And I'm like, oh, no, this is a hoax. Like, somebody off their shit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't confirmed by anybody. Then it got deleted by TMZ. And then reports were that TMZ got hacked. So I'm like, oh, all right. I'm not tripping. Mm-hmm. Then, like, the L.A. office, uh, police office department or whatever, put out the statement that there was a crash. And I'm like, oh, shit, this could be real. Uh, and then gradually, we just kept finding out information. Just the news, because I caught wind of it, like, as the news was, like, trickling in. So it was, like, super fresh. You know what I mean? And um, that is the worst time to catch some news, yo. And and we've we've definitely pointed that out on on this podcast, like, um, in terms of just coverage and just the issue that we take with the, the whole first to report it mentality. Everyone has to, you know, 
be the first one to um, get this news out. We risk sacrificing the facts, <laughs> number one. And number two, decency, just straight up decency. There are reports that his family found out after yeah, the fact TMZ, from yeah. TMZ. Like, yeah. that's just not cool. You know, I can't even imagine. We, we, yeah. we can't imagine how, what that's like um, for them. You know, and, and, and we're going to, like, throughout this podcast, we'll, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, recount some memories of, of Kobe and, you know, things that we remember most about him and um, stuff like that, just as straight up fans, right? That's our, our scope of him. And, you know, we didn't know him personally, but we knew him. You know, right. so we got to watch the guy for twenty plus years. You know, just be great at everything he did, um, and it came with some controversy and some ups and downs. But like by the end of it, he was a pretty stand-up dude that was well respected and yeah, a, a mentor for anybody in any facet of life. You know, yeah. By no means is are are, are people saying that he's perfect. You know, and. Um, if anyone claims perfection, they're lying about anyone. And just to have a man like that gone at such a young age, I told my wife that I was going to say this, and this message is, you know, to the Bryan family, and I'm sorry for your loss, but in my mom's household, man, is Mamba forever. And I, and, and I really appreciate y'all giving me this platform, but man, when I say Mamba forever, I'm a big Michael Jordan fan, I really am, but when I say it's Mamba forever, man, I say that Kobe Bryant to me, man, you take politics out of professional sports. Kobe Bryant is the best and the greatest basketball player, and I'm not saying that since he's here. Anybody can check my resume. I love the game of basketball. Kobe Bryant, man, is the greatest basketball player. No disrespect to any other greats out there. But now that he's gone, I say it when he's here, the greatest basketball player that I've ever seen dribble basketball. It's Kobe Bean Bryant, man. God rest his soul. This has been a crazy week for me, just like coping with it. I think like there needs to be a discussion about grief and like how how to handle it and how people cope. You know, Kobe wasn't my uncle, you know what I mean? So he, he wasn't like he wasn't like a family member, you know what I mean? So it's not And like, I kinda feel good. Again, I, I was having that conversation earlier in the week too, like I guess I want to say I, I don't want to say I felt guilty, but it felt kind of weird that his death impacted me. Like Kobe meant so fucking much to me, man. Like, and uh, then like Gianna, like. Well, that's what took me over over the top. Yeah, with, I like, think that's because we've been yo, know, we've been on this podcast for a year, pretty much saying yo, she's up next. We knew she just said. Like, Everyone saw it. Everyone saw what she was going to be. And everyone was seeing what Kobe was going to be, actually. What he was, yeah. who he was and becoming. You know what I mean? Like, trees, yeah. It was literally like just a, a new chapter of like him using his, utilizing his Mamba mentality in like just a different manner. It's just so cool. It was just so cool to see. And like, Academy Award winner, and yeah. um, 
just really extending the type of person he was while he was still playing basketball, especially in the in the um, in the last few years, probably the last handful of years of his career. He really started to be vocal in extending lessons, being a mentor to like other players, like in the game. You know, like, yeah, I saw I saw that picture of the whole school waiting for him to get there, and it was just like heartbreaking because it's like. Wait, which school? Was, which school? Uh, the Mamba, the Mamba school, the the school that he was flying to. Right. Because they were about to, Gianna was about to play a game, and it was like. It, I guess it was some type of tournament because there were like multiple teams there, um, and it was just this picture, aerial view of all of them kneeling down praying, you know, making sure like because I guess they got the news um, that Kobe and Gianna weren't going to be there yet. And if if anything is telling as to like who he was, you know what I mean? Like that's where they were head. They were headed to something for his daughter and those kids, you know, yeah, she, like. Right, and I think of and the moment that gets me is like he had her with him, you know. Like it's 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 like she was everywhere. She was she was him, and like everywhere he went, she was there. And yeah, like I I eerily think of the last moments of like what could have had like you know. I almost assume he was like holding on tight and letting her know everything's gonna be good. Then yeah, yeah, man. It's like, now nah, I envision that as well. Like, he's just he's he was really like almost this fictional character for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this. Like you almost didn't think Kobe could die. No, he's just invincible. Like, what? What do you? <laughs> the guy, <laughs> the guy is invincible. We've hung out multiple times, and he was. Last at my house on New Year's, he was just in the greatest space that I've, I've seen him in. And one of the last things he said to me was, you gotta see Gianna uh, play basketball. And that was one of the, the, the most hurtful things because he was so proud. And, and the look on his face, was like I was. I looked at him and said, "Oh, she's going to be the best uh, mm. female basketball player in the world." He had this. It was just so proud of what he said. The the man has made two jerseys popular. Like he's made two. He he's defined by two numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Gianna made the number two more proud than Lonzo Ball. You know what I'm talking about? Like no no taking shots. But. Well, yeah, that's a that's a little shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm just saying, like, he he was super vocal about how, like how much better she was than him. Yeah, at his at her age, like, yeah, yeah. and you could see it, bro. You could see, like, it's like, oh my god, you know, she, she's like just turning thirteen, and she's like doing these <laughs> these ill fadeaways, and it's like, ill fader. She got the step back. She's she's got his pump fake, his famous pump fake. She's got that. Oh my God! And for the Vanessa, bro, I just to lose a husband and a daughter at the same time. Yeah, I can't imagine. And and, and again, we extend our our love and and thoughts to, to the, everyone to, to everyone like on the on that helicopter. Some of them, the Altabellis, right? The mother yeah. and the father and and a daughter. 
were on the plane. Were on the helicopter. The helicopter. And so they're leaving two, I think, two daughters. They have no parents, and they lost a sister. Yeah. And there was another a female, like Kobe's right-hand woman. The, uh, the coach, I believe she might have been an assistant coach. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they all had, like, great, like, stories um, yeah. individually. Mm-hmm. And a couple months ago, we were on here, we did the Nipsey episode, and, and, and with Nip, we, we at least had music, you know? Well, oh. um, we do have music with Kobe. Oh, well, yeah, Say My Name remix is one of the best remixes of all time. <laughs> you should have got it right off. Out of your mind, out of control, questioning me like I'm a criminal or something. Stole your heart or something, like I'm not the sum. You must be great girlfriends, gossiping. Chicks hate on Kobe because he ain't with them. <laughs> Feel me now, listen how silly you sound, suspecting a voice in the background. Come on now, you trust is foul, checking messages down. How old are we now? You probably hate me now like Nasty Diamonds. I'm just keeping it real with you, honest. My silence forgive, I'm stressed today. I was shopping with my ex for lingerie for my newfound love. That would be you, no shame in your name. I say what I want. What, no, you will. What's what's great about Kobe is he he even jokes about like his his short rap career like he even yeah. na- he labels it as as such like he says like he laughs about it like he knows that it wasn't meant to be <laughs> which is which is great but yo you know what think if you think about it um did, you saw you saw Muse right yeah, um, yeah 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 so in that special he reveals that that's how he met Vanessa during a video right, shoot. Right for his music video who knows if he doesn't pursue rap they never they don't meet this shit is like it just hit me like yeah i think um and and i hate to be like i just keep i hate to keep repeating like it just hits me because everyone's feeling it but like yo i think the beauty of like everyone's reactions is just seeing how he impacted different people different walks of life in various ways you know like because yeah, listen who didn't want to be a ball player right? well number one yeah he's but, like but, but yeah. once i knew it wasn't for me i could I, kobe was still an idol because i could adapt whatever he did into whatever facet of life i chose to do you know what i'm saying like i shit being a student i could use my woman's time you know what I'm saying? it's just he was more than a basketball player yeah well and um, i i think that um you know the the question comes up every now and then of like how, how could you feel so strongly about someone you never met you don't even know and yeah and like things like I that hate those people. you hate them <laughs> well yeah he, you know, he literally taught an entire generation of kids to to never never not work mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying like he he, if you didn't get drive from anybody and you watch Kobe, he was gonna make you want to outwork everybody. Absolutely. I think that, that that's that's a very um that's a very mutual takeaway for a lot of people, which is great. You know, the whole Mamba mentality and have an impeccable work ethic, you know, and like just outwork in anything you do, right? Which is right. like it's beautiful if you think about it and it's it's applicable to anything you you pursue. But like just of course it starts um with us as fans right like we were just fans we grow up with these people that we see on tv that we see you know what i mean like and i've seen kobe more than i've seen some family members and like that's just 
if that's not telling to like how you can be more attached to someone because you you're exposed to them more frequently then you know i don't know what to let tell me, you let me tell you something the only you people who have that sentiment like kobe was in my he was pretty much in my life for 20 years whether it be in tv on video games like yeah just i'm and as a laker fan like mm-hmm. that's all i knew like you know what i'm saying like and and before all of this, this cable and NBA games came on every day, the NBA before, uh, league pass and all that shit. You know how hard it was to find a Laker game in New Jersey. Yeah, I would have had to wait for them to play local team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and and thank God we went to the finals almost every year. Because <laughs> then I get to watch them. You know what I'm saying? on ABC and yeah and not not just that I mean like your mind goes a bunch of different places when something like this happens when the news came out and fast forward you recount like all of his accolades and what he meant and how he carried himself my brother was like because I was talking to my brother about it and then he said it and then it immediately clicked for me but he said like yo he's LA's Jeter. Oh, absolutely. They played the same amount of time. <laughs> Yo, it's it's actually like wildly parallel. <laughs> like, yeah, they have like the same amount of rings and shit. Like, and yeah. if we talk about markets and like how difficult it is to deal with media and the spotlight, LA oh is God. right next to New York with that yep. on that list. Yep. And, and Kobe handled it properly. He handled it perfectly. In terms of yeah. just, with he was never boisterous. Neither was Jeter. He was always quite guarded uh, with the see, media. He was He was a, he was respected. And I mean, I was watching this. There's this, this clip going around where uh, what's that? Jason Whitlock asked him a question during a, a post interview. Kobe, not to twist your words or read too much into what you said, but being around young players energized you. That's not a statement about maybe you'd like to see some young players on your team? Wow. That, <laughs> you know what? That's a Bikram yoga stretch. You stretched the hell out of it. Good job. Good job. I'm not even going to answer that. That's just silly. Next. And even, like, and that goes into tackling the media. Like, you, you could never go with Kobe into a question. Like, you couldn't corner him and be like, gotcha. Because then he just, he flat out say, man, you trying to set me up. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm straight. I saw you look at Durant a few times and take the ball, didn't really pass it toward his way. Is that something you're conscious of? Because I know you're thinking about Will's records, you're scoring, but were you thinking he might be catching me and compete with that MVP trophy? That, that, you're stretching too, aren't I'm you? I'm just trying. <laughs> oh, my goodness, what in the hell? Next. admire somebody so much and when you spend so much time watching them they do become a part of your life and like you said there's some family members I don't even like I know more about Kobe than I know about some family members 
Exactly. You know exactly. <laughs> and uh, shit, I know Gianna, and I have thirteen-year-old cousins. I have no idea what they like, what they do. Like, I I know uh, I know Kobe more than I know my dad. Right, right, right. and that's that's <laughs> wild. Like, like we grow yeah. up with these people, whether you idolize them or not. You know, and not for nothing, you got top fives. You have like the top Christmas gift of all time. That what? With that damn Laker. Oh. Uh, with the Kobe 8 and 24. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bro, I, I've been wearing that all week. Oh, man. I'm glad I got that for you. Yeah. That is like... And Dang. Because, you know, every, everything Kobe is, is worth like $10 million. Like, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, and I'm, I'm sure. just like... And then it's crazy because, you know, my AirPod case is a 24 jersey. So I'm just like... Uh-huh. Uh, I don't give a damn how dirty that case is. Right. I ain't taking it off. Right. But it's just, man. Yeah, we grow up with these people, and like we we, what we do is yeah, like, like when when you don't like, when you don't have certain people like in your lives or like, and you look for inspiration, you can find them on call, the TV yes. on anything Bro, you're exposed. Did I not to. call you about Gina last week? Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> like, and because I shit Jeter's in the I feel like you I feel like it was a, a W for you because I feel like how you feel about Jeter right. is how I feel about Kobe and like and shit Kobe's going into the hall and the first thing I can think of is like damn I won't get to hear his speech you know yeah and it's just <sighs> well we'll we'll gladly go ahead and, and induct him here informally and say absolutely like hey Kobe absolutely we officially <laughs> <laughs> we 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 have a feeling that you would be in the Hall of Fame, first ballot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the NBA the, the Hall of Fame is actually just bypassing the rules and letting them in this year. Yeah, it it's great to see everyone's reactions and and how they and how they pay homage to his legacy. Oh, and um, I have, I do have to go off a little bit about these 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 reporters and these idiots writing these. Wait, do you want to do? All right, so because I'm because we kind of started doing that, right? I don't know. Part right. of me is like, do I do we want to? We can, we can. No, because because if they're gonna use their platform to try to discredit Homeboy, like fuck that, like it's one, it's super insensitive to be like, R.I.P. Kobe, but you're a rapist. Like what? Mm-hmm. And. Yo, and oh my god, it's this is all a part of that cancel culture shit that we talk about. Yeah, and how, how dangerous it is. It's like because some people don't even remember '04. Like nobody, like, like some people don't even remember that time period because there's there's two different Kobe's, right? There's. Kobe during basketball, Kobe after basketball. Kobe after basketball has been an entire different person, and he, an entire other generation, forgets he played basketball. You well, know what I'm saying? Like, he was just a global ambassador for the NBA. Well, what he would say is that, like, like the this whole time, he's always been that person. It's just what people that, see on the court, they get it misconstrued and it, assume yeah. he's, like, this asshole. And, and Kobe was always, as when he was a basketball, when he was a basketball player, that's his focus. He was a ball player and a dad. Yeah. And 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 we saw that. Like we saw him be a basketball player and a dad. Mm-hmm. We saw that while he was a ball player. Yeah. And afterward, we saw him just be a dad, and he just so happened to be 
a mentor and but he was a dad first you know what I'm saying and just to watch that is beautiful and for y'all to bring up some shit that he won turned out it, it wasn't true it the ended up not being the case affair. Like, that's the only fact like he had a a consensual out of marriage yeah uh thing with this woman in Colorado which he admitted to that's it he admitted right. to that yes yeah. I don't know what else. No, I mean, he admitted like, to that, but he held to the claim that it was consensual. Yep. So, um... There was nothing after that. There was nothing. Like, we went, he went on to win too much championships, so... <laughs> I just don't... I don't know. It's... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to explore... I just think it's cheap clickbait, man. Yeah, that's, that's people. That's how people are. Well, so... <laughs> Here's my issue with the with the media, and we kind of touched on it before we kind of just went into how much we love Kobe, but the whole handling of bringing the news to the public. Yo, um, they killed Rick Fox for like a good two hours. They killed Rick Fox. They killed his entire family, and then yeah. they, and then they All revived. The girls were on the, on the, oh my god! And, I'm like, and, and then they revived them. And then finally got to the the actual confirmed news, so yeah, and and then you know like the just again as we mentioned before the fact that Vanessa and the kids didn't they found out about it via TMZ, right? Like that's gross. That's disgusting. It does make me think of a fight that Kanye has claimed to you know want to contest. Like he said this like years ago. I don't remember what prompted it but i don't know if you remember this but he was saying that like he wants his kids to grow up in a place where they're they're not just like these these objects to paparazzi and they can just like kind of do whatever they want and like take pictures and wherever they are and there's no there's no consequence for it right he said that and this kind of like falls under that sort of issue we think that just because they're celebrities it gives these paparazzi and media the right to just like throw out the book of decency and just like etiquette and just being like considerate of people you know and you brought it up like it's again for the clicks it's for their own selfish gain it's just all about who could get it first who could get it first yeah it's disgusting yeah do you think your daughter might want to play in the WNBA? She does for sure. She does. I, I don't. I mean, this, this kid, man. She's Wouldn't like, that be great, dude, man? I, I'm telling you, the, be, the best thing, the best thing that happens is when we go out and, and, and fans will come up to me and she'll be standing next to me and they'll be like, "Hey, you gotta have a boy. UNV gotta have a boy, man. You have somebody carry on the tradition, the legacy." She's like, "Oh, I got this. You know, boy, for that, I got this." Like that's right. Yes, you do. You got this. Gianna, that shit hurts, man. Even the WNBA players were super vocal in admitting that you you could see she was going to be this. She was destined for greatness, pretty much. Yeah. You, Did you, you see the Husky see. uniform they gave her? Yeah. That shit was like dumb. That was, that was beautiful. Husky's yeah. uniform. And then, you know, like, all the players wearing Kobe's. I love how everyone is kind of paying homage in their own way, you know? It's, it's, it's really cool. That's, again, like, just speaking to how the NBA is so good at dealing with human emotion, you know, and interaction. They just, they just get it, you know? They just, they just get it.
the 24 second shot clock and then an eight second yeah. shot clock like eight second violation like you can't make that up and if y'all want to respect the man put money into women's sports yeah and that's another thing too and we're kind of like jumping all over the place but it's fine yeah um, that's what it is it's yeah i mean this this is kind of how my brain has been working all week so if y'all got a prop like i'm sorry like, yeah there's no structure whatsoever it's hard to structure something like this i love vanessa's gesture you know she was saying oh, yeah, yeah. she she set yeah. it up so that like the uh, i forgot what's the website i want to get it right uh, Damn it, Mamba Three, Mamba on Three Fund. Okay, the Mamba on Three Fund was created for supporting the uh, the other families, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that's such a great gesture. You know, like I mean, I mean, of course, it won't replace the actual people and the lives that were lost, but financially, and, and, yeah. Right. It'll it'll help, and also if you want to donate to uh, further Gianna's legacy and youth sports, you know. The uh, Mamba Sports Foundation is also... That's the second one, yep. ...where you can donate, yeah, so... It's likely that you're hearing many personal anecdotes about Kobe Bryant, so here's mine. I met Kobe one time backstage at an event for ESPN in New York, and I saw him and I thought, oh my gosh, that's Kobe. I gotta get a picture for the gram. Hmm. That's the picture. I didn't get it for a few minutes because as I approached him, he immediately commented on my rather large eight-month pregnant belly. How are you? How close are you? What are you having? Mm -hmm. A girl, I said, and then he high-fived me. Girls are the best. I asked him for advice on raising girls, seeing as though he quite famously had three at the time, and he said, just be grateful that you've been given that gift because girls are amazing. His third daughter, Bianca, was about a year and a half old at the time, so I asked if he wanted more children. And he said that his wife, Vanessa, really wanted to try again for a boy, but was sort of jokingly concerned that it would be another girl. And I was like, four girls, are you joking? Like, what would you think? How would you feel? And without hesitation, he said, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. When it came to sports, he said that his oldest daughter was an accomplished volleyball player and that the youngest was a toddler, so TBD. But that middle one, he said, that middle one was a monster. She's a beast. She's better than I was at her age. She's got it. That middle one, of course, was Gigi. When I reflect on this tragedy and that half an hour that I spent with Kobe Bryant two years ago, I suppose that the only small source of comfort for me is knowing that he died doing what he loved the most, being a dad, being a girl dad. Yeah, that, that, was, that was powerful. Um, it was great. I love that, like, like, he was saying, I think it was on Kimmel, where he he revealed like Vanessa was the one who was really like trying to keep going to try to get a boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he was like he was. Like, I was straight. He's like I'm fine. Yeah, he was like she don't want to keep trying to go for a boy. Yeah, but I mean, and then you can. Hey, why not? Why not? You got the money, <laughs> right? <laughs> and hell, if it was up to if I had Kobe's money, I'd probably have like six running around. Right, genie bus, right? Owner of the Lakers. Owner of the Lakers. From the legendary yeah. bus family. Yeah. Um, she was saying that, like, she was going through a tough time when, with the passing of uh, Jerry, Jerry Bus, right? Yeah, it was her dad, yeah. Yeah, her dad. And um, and this was, like, months legendary ago. Legendary owner of the Lakers. Yeah, and this was months ago. So, and I think uh, she was recounting a time when Kobe wanted to meet up with her for, like, lunch or dinner. 
and then she was hesitant and then i think they eventually did link up and kobe brought gianna and then kobe was telling genie that he wants uh Gigi to showing that women can be strong leaders and there should be more of them and and genie was saying that like Kobe, you knew what you were doing. You were just trying. You were trying. You were trying to like get me back on my feet, and it worked. Like, just the different ways that he was really. It's so cool, man. If over the week, if you everybody had a story of Kobe being the one to like pull them out of a rut. Yeah. You know, like, and for for someone who had such a public persona of being a killer, killer instinct, and not really having friends and. Like, fam, I watched Shaq cry for 10 minutes on TV. Yeah. It's the fact that we see that there was a new chapter being written, right? And um, just to see it cut short, that that's the main thing. Because Kobe was someone you knew that it was he was going to get something done. He's He gets shit done. The fact that it ended up, you know, being cut short, the manner in which it happened is just... It's tough. Yeah, like, like, I can't and even. We, and, we, you know, we mentioned it being, although he was young and he was cut short, but, like, he accomplished and touched so many people. And it's like. And he was just getting started, bro. He, he was just yeah. getting started. Yeah. He was making children's books. And I think he talked about this on the, um, I think it was the All the Smoke podcast when he was. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That I, was a really good one. Yeah, it's now, looking back, it's wild that they were able to get that before before this happened like it was literally like a month ago one of his last it was like yeah like a couple weeks ago yeah he was saying he was telling them like children's books with the you know knight in shining armor and how everything ends up being okay and there's like no adversity that shit isn't real i don't want to teach my kids that i'm gonna teach them that sometimes shit doesn't go well and you have to fight through you gotta battle and then you yeah. have to work toward like finding a solution and then powering through. And it is like that about that empowerment for young girls. And it's that's amazing because he's right. You know, he's right. Coach Pickard and I had the, uh, the pleasure of coaching Gianna and this wonderful eighth grade group this year. Gianna was a warrior who gave 110% every time she stepped on the floor. She had that mama mentality. During the semifinals versus Dwyer, Gigi took an elbow to the head, split her open. She was bleeding and she was cut. Most girls, most kids, they would have been done, but not our Gigi. She sat there looking at me with this annoying stare, like, patch me up, I'm ready to go, coach. So that's what we did, we patched her up, got her back on the floor, and she helped contribute immediately. She was the heart and soul of this team. Her competitive nature was infectious. Gigi averaged double-double, and there were many games with triple-doubles, and many games where she had 20 points and 10-plus steals. She was always around the ball. Here's a quick funny story about Gigi. A couple weeks ago, our eighth grade boys were playing CDM, and I was on our recess duty. Gigi approached me and said, Coach Parks, where's my jersey? I kind of laughed and I said, hey, you're gonna have to talk to Coach Arkin about that. But in actuality, the fact is, Gigi could have played with those boys 
She could have helped them win some games. She was definitely able to hold her own at that level. I was dreading recording this episode. And if my energy seems dead, like, it's just... I I I needed this like I yeah. I actually was like okay I I just need this right now because if it's po- if it's even possible like I'm feeling it more now than like two days or one day after it happened because right, right, right. like of course you know the day it happened was it just hits you like my gosh this can't be real it's hard to kind of dwell on it. Because it doesn't even seem fathomable. It's freaking Kobe Bryant. This dude is invincible. Like, I, And this is something where I think um, like I have to come to grips with. I'm emotionally immature in this, in this aspect, I feel. Like when I see people laughing and about stuff and just going on with life. Yeah. In my head, I'm kinda, I kind of catch myself as I'm saying... Yo, why are you guys laughing, yo? <laughs> like, like, why are you happy? This is, yeah, something crazy just happened. This is terrible. And then uh, I was sitting at, in the restaurant last night, and I'm just like, all right. right. All right, cool. And directly in front of me was like, Kobe everything. Like, they were playing Kobe all over the damn TV. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, all right. And then everybody's just eating their dinner, and I'm just like, yo, I realize my dinner just got effed up. Right. I love that they're showing all these, um, you know, these legendary games and moments uh, on TV. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've just been watching yeah, it. Yeah, when they replayed the 60-point game, I was tight that I was on a cruise and I couldn't watch it. Yeah, they're, 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 don't worry. I think they're going to they're gonna play it numerous times. You'll, you'll, you'll yeah, but I, then I realized I wasn't ready to watch it. Um, it's incredible. And uh, so, funny story about that, that 60-point game. Of course, that was one of the great moments that people were flashing back and uh mike tarico right of espn he was saying that he noticed something about gordon hayward who was on the jazz at the time when they when they were playing the lakers and when kobe was at the free throw line to shoot for his 59th and 60th points he noticed that on his last free throw attempt which would have given him 60 gordon hayward like he was at the lane and he like stepped forward before he shot it which would have been like a lane violation, right? So Mike Tirico was saying he was doing that and looking at the refs just so that in case Kobe missed it, he would have had another shot at 60. Which is beautiful, right? That's a beautiful story. Like that and then and then Mike Tirico was saying, like, all right, Gordon, you you must be clear. You're dope. Kobe wasn't missing that shot. Well, so listen, and here's the funny thing. Gordon responded to that report when that came out. Gordon was like, nah, bro. <laughs> he earned every point of his. And, uh, Absolutely. <laughs> Kobe was just like on a different different level at that at that time. And he when always... He had to turn the sauce on. Yeah, man. Turn the sauce on, yeah. Bro, they were down 10 with like two yep. minutes left. Unbelievable, man. He just went on, like, a solo run. <laughs> I mean, that's what he does, man. Kobe being Bryant. Yeah. Kobe's got the Lakers' last tip. Bryant for three. Go! Oh! 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 <laughs> the Lakers down one. 
Will Kobe give them one last gamer? Bryant on the move with the jumper. He oh, my! 58 points! And the Lakers lead! 60. That makes a difference. He's I mean, amazing. He scored 62 points in just three quarters, man. He's done that, too. Let's, let's be clear. Yeah. Of course, 81. Um, oh, come on, bro. That's a, that's a great moment in NBA history. Yep. Um, and one of, my favorite, one of my favorite moments was the alley-oop to Shaq in 2000, man. That, like, that was one of my early childhood memories. Oh, yeah, that was big. Like, Portland has three timeouts left. The Lakers have two. That's your favorite Kobe moment? It's one it's it's the first one I really remember. Right. No, that was that was super significant. It was special. But my favorite my favorite one of my favorite Kobe moments. It might be my favorite. When we beat Boston in twenty ten. In twenty ten. Like that series. That series, Kobe was just on one though. That was just a that game seven was intense. Like yeah. it was so low scoring. That's how you know like the game was like so defensive and I kind of miss I I do miss that about the, you know, about the NBA and like when it was more like just just grimy, you know? Like yeah, yeah. It's everything is so offensive focused and Kobe was someone who hung his hat on both ends. Like the guy was a beast defensively and a beast offensively. So I know that like he finds more um stock in the two that he got, 09 and 10. Yeah, like he definitely does, because there was a there was always that cloud over over um, his head. He did it with, he had to do it with Shaq, and yeah, exactly uh, just like Shaq when when he won in '06 with Dwayne Wade, you know. Yeah, yeah, and Shaq was like rubbing it in, and you know, Shaq, uh-huh. they they always had that relationship, but um, but yeah, I mean, like, let me tell you something. He had two free throws with a torn Achilles, bro. And so, yeah, and he knew it was broken. He yep. knew he tore it. Yep. You could tell in his face. There will never be another. No, no, never, never. Oh, man, just keep celebrating the life of the Kobe, y'all. That's, that's really all I got. I can't even imagine, like, like LeBron, bro. He was definitely one of the last people he spoke to. Man, the last tweet he ever tweeted. Man. So the last tweet and the last post on ig was to yeah. lebron co- congratulating him of course on the um on passing kobe in uh, and he, all-time and, po- and if points. you think about it he finally passed the torch to lebron the laker torch that's what it was that's what the feeling was and then also like yeah they were saying that he spoke to lebron like that morning the morning it happened damn yeah man i can't even imagine how we feel right now is it's intense and we just we're like yo this is nuts how his peers feel the people who were like legit with him i can't even imagine Word. now i know at some point we will have a memorial for kobe but i look at this i look at this as a celebration tonight 
This is, this is a celebration of the 20 years of the blood, the sweat, the tears, the broken down body, the getting up, the sitting down, the everything, the countless hours, the determination to be as great as he could be. Tonight, we celebrate the kid that came here at 18 years of age, retired at 38, and became probably the best dad that we've seen over the last three years, man. Like how they even played is, you know, like the like because because some some games were played right like the the yeah. the day it happened, um, and then other people were calling out like yeah I'm not coming, which is fine. I think it's it's yep. in their right and like some players just like left the arena when when they found out. Um, I know that was the case for Kyrie who like yeah. he had a special relationship with Kobe. Oh yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And then uh, Nick Young was talking about. He had a story, <laughs> and essentially they were they were terrible, and oh. they, they weren't taking the game serious. Right. <laughs> and then uh, he took he made he took all of their uh, Kobe uh, shoes back. He took all of their Kobe's because he was like, <laughs> yeah. "Yo, y'all are too soft." <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Y'all don't deserve this." Y'all don't deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> That's man. amazing. It's, like yo. A, it's a million of those stories <laughs> going around. Yeah. Oh my god. Imagine being in that locker room and <laughs> he just takes his shoes. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. I I can't believe it. It's hard to believe that he's just not around. And that he won't be back for the All Star weekend. And yeah, we won't see him of course uh, with Gigi anymore. Yeah, what they're doing in the All Star game. Uh, which is cool. Team LeBron is going to be wearing number two for Gigi, and then Team Giannis is going to be wearing 24 for Kobe. Yeah, um, that's dope. Yeah, that's that is dope. cool. Uh, I know a lot of players are switching their numbers, too. They're not wearing 24 or 8. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, who, and the Mavericks have suspended, they've retired the numbers. Uh, they retired the number 24. Right, exactly. Um um, which is a very cool gesture for, on Mark Cuban's oh, yeah. part, because like Max, because the Mavs, they you know Kobe went through some battles with the Mavs. He did, and they had so, like a they had like a beef. Mark Cuban and Kobe. Yeah. It was they yeah. call it the um, the amnesty game, and uh, yeah. and uh, I, I think, mean Kobe Kobe dropped sixty two by himself when the whole team dropped sixty one. So I mean I'd be mad too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and again, it speaks to like how different people are you know paying respect to him and his legacy in different ways you know some people are saying they they don't want to wear his number out of respect to him others are saying they will wear his number in respect to him you know what i mean so it's it's all like it's all great regardless you know like um yeah it's, it's dope like his impact is immense it transcends basketball people of every sport talking about how much he means Shout out to the Black Mamba, Kobe being Brian. Yeah. And, and Gigi and all the other lives lost on that helicopter ride. Uh, just, just love your loved ones, man. And, and a lot of people are like, well, you know, men know broken relationships. Some of them are too damn to
just love those people hard on that. That's a that's a good ass point. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, no, yeah. that, no, that's true. Because like people. That that is the sentiment, right? Like everyone's saying, end your grudges or end and like your beefs and uh, reconnect. And I mean, it's nice. I mean, if 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 it's fine. But if you're right, if if you see like something that's not doing you any good um, yeah. for yourself, then that relationship might not be worth trying to rekindle or or um, rebuild. So <laughs> you're you're definitely right about that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, bro. Look at this. See this, and see. I didn't get to bring this up when we were trashing like media and how how today is, how how stupid today can be, and like how we operate about like being first to some shit and trying to just get some clout and attention around the time when when the news was like fresh, right? And it was like coming out in trickles. Someone tweeted, "Did ABC just report that Kobe Bryant's four daughters were on that helicopter?" I hope I misheard that. Okay, that's an understandable tweet, right? You just, of course, yes. you don't. That that sounds nice, fam. Why was it a promoted tweet? Oh, yeah, that's wild. Yo, that's disgusting. Beyond measure. But a lot of these, a lot of social media sites don't take responsibility for the shit they allow either. But no, that's I mean, another podcast. Yeah, it's it's absurd. Because when you promote a tweet, that's your that's on the user's own um, discretion, right? Yep. So you consciously opted to promote this tweet. Why? It's disgusting, bro. Man. Yeah, I hate people. Yeah, but like you said, what what matters is cherish your time on this earth and yeah. spend time with the people you love. And um, we have to move on. I mean, like, I know that that's what everyone's saying. It's just like people are saying that Kobe would want you to keep pushing. Like he's even been quoted saying that, like in interviews, like uh, you got to keep going. You got to keep got to keep pushing forward. Like that's that's his legacy. That's his mentality. And it's beautiful. But that's just not. Out of respect to Kobe, I mean, it's it's also understandable if people can't because of everything he meant for us. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough to move on. Um, but Absolutely. but his his impact is evident. Word, and if, and if you're listening to the podcast, and uh, my birthday is February eighth, right? Yeah. And if you wanna if you wanna give me a birthday gift, why don't you just donate to? One of the orbs we mentioned earlier. Right. Um, that'd be, you know, that'd be dope and nice. <clears throat> um, what 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 is it again? Mamba on three. Uh, Mamba on three dot org and uh, Mamba Sports Foundation dot org. Like I said, this is a heavy episode to record. I'm listen. I'm giving out what I got. <laughs> I'm sorry if it comes off a little blah, but we had to push one of these out for the for, for the man though. Yeah, no, th- this is... Sure, we, we deleted everything we had in the hole. It, it's only right that we... It's only right that we um, do something for Kobe and... It would have been nice to be in person, but like... Yeah, you know. no, it's it's okay. Under the circumstances, I know you're dealing with a lot um, as well, so... You know, I'm just glad we, we were able to link up and record uh, this one. All right. Uh, we'll be back to our regular shenanigans late soon enough. 
Yes, sir. Because um, y'all still fucking up. Candace Parker, L.A. Sparks, she was saying that what she remembers he represents, the quote, bosses push, leaders pull. And he was a leader. And yep. I think that's the perfect way to describe him. I mean, look look at the impact. It's it's telling to and it, and his it leadership. The team, it didn't matter the team you were on. No. None of that. If you needed him, he was there. I think we'll end the episode on that note. And uh, we'll we'll catch y'all soon. Yes, sir. Next part, y'all. All right, one. Have a good time. Enjoy life. It's um, life is too short to, to to get bogged down to be discouraged or um, you have to keep moving. You have to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other. Smile and just keep on rolling. Jalen. Oh. Hey, Cole, how you doing? How retirement treating you? It's great, man. It's great. Just, uh, you know, a little writing, a little investing. Nice. So I don't know if you saw the thing on Twitter about your statue. Uh, you know, I don't pay attention to that stuff. Yeah, I figured that. Me either. A drink, Mr. Bryant? Yeah, I'll have a, uh, a, a vodka martini. How many olives would you like? 81. Really? Nah, man, I'm just playing. Just two. Joke for him. He gets it. Slicing, gently through my body, burn so sweet. Blood boils when you speak, yeah. makes me weak. But I refuse to weep, yet when I sleep, I feel tears trickling down my cheek. On, Stay baby. strong, pride telling me move on. My heart's fighting me, forcing me to hold on. Yours forever, fell for you beyond measure. Pure as ever, amazed by sins of treasure. Kobe! I fell asleep watching Sports Center. Woke up on some shit. Gotta appreciate the grace. Got them screaming on call. They just want more. Black mama. Got them screaming on call. They just want more. Yeah, who you know did it like cold, 60 to go. That's some cold shit, call it 60 below. I mean, he played like he got ice in his veins. Shoot it in your face from far, man. That boy gotta be nice at the range. I talked with him twice at the games. Once had to trade it on video. I say we had a nice little exchange of words. He said, you gotta come and spice up the game. Say word. Kobe giving me advice is insane, absurd. Your favorite player you watch slice through the lane. It's putting you on the game and the price of this fame. These are things that let you know that your life's gonna change. And that shit stuck in your head like a knife in your brain. See, back then, I just wanted ice in my chain. Some sneakers, some jerseys, some flights on a plane. I mean, I was getting money, started pricing little things. Chasing all the girls, didn't have a wifey to explain. Just the light skin in the range. The nicest with the brain. That make for the light could even change. Whoa. Back to the other scoring leader. See, I was fucking with someone. He wore Adidas, number eight in the fro. They was hating them, no. When you blow up, why do people try to flay in you, though? Like, they ain't got five rings of their own. But these peasant niggas still try kings on a throne. I mean, this chick told me, give her a ring or she gone. And after that, she couldn't get a ring on the phone. The number you have reached.
It's no longer in service for a leech Remember you Lisa Turtles tried to treat me like I'm Screech But I was Zach Morris, get some things you can't teach Like them game winning shots, you gotta wanna take it Same way you can miss it is the same way you can make it That's that Kobe fourth quarter shit, you saw the shit In 2000 he threw it up and Shaq caught the shit Nigga, I be on my Jordan shit Reggie sent the Kobe pack, Jordan 3, Jordan 8 Laker jersey coordinate Matter of time for they call your name Hope you ready for that Hall of Fame yeah. April 13th, Mama Day forever Kobe gone, but his legacy gon' play forever Forever, forever, forever. And a quick 40 for my man Kobe But they said he gave 40 to every team in the league